All right, welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your host Mike, along with Chuck. Yeah. Hey, hey. How's it going, Chuck? Good, man. We're doing it. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it live. Oh, it's good to be back in person finally. You've been on the road so much, and and guess guess what I'm doing bets next week? Left and right. Yeah. Going back on the road, homie. Go- going back to the casino. <laughs> the casino in the sky in Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah. Good old home away from home. Yep. Six days a week. You didn't put any money on Alabama LSU, did you? I almost did. You should have. Yeah. I was going to put money on LSU, and I chickened out. I was riding high from my Florida victory over here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was a pretty solid bet. Yeah. You and your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we won't talk about that for tax purposes, but... Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, last week I didn't have much time to even look at it because we were so busy, yeah. and... So, like, I don't know. We'll probably, I'll probably try to do something. Um, but, yeah, when you're when you're on site at a place from, like, 7.30 in the morning to, like, oh. 9 at night and then go eat and then try to run and then wake up and do it all over again. Nah. I've still been able to maintain. So, like, four weeks in a row I was out of town. Yeah, I didn't see your name in the top three of the uh, miles uh, that went out yesterday. Yeah, Monday. this week <laughs> I, I barely reached. So... I've done 40 miles a week for now a year and one month. So Jeez. I did it. I started September 2021, and then I haven't missed a week um, yet, and we're now into November. And we have this thing at work where they post the top three runners, and there's some really good runners, the company that I work for. Yep. And they're some, like, are really competitive and like marathons and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, two weeks ago I had 42 miles or something. I was third within the company on the running thing of the fitness center, but there was a while there in COVID. I was in the top three oh, yeah. all the time. You were crushing. Um, yeah. But now like, especially being out of town for four weeks, trying to uh, squeeze in miles have been tough. So like, Last Sunday was fine. The Sunday before, I needed 16 miles on Sunday to get to 40. So I ran 16 miles Sunday morning. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's disgusting. uh, And then the week before, I ran 14 miles on Sunday. And last Sunday, I ran 11 to get to 40. See, you're what's wrong with the the world. I know. Just running for no reason. And I won't tell you who I voted for either because then, you know, it, it could be another problem <laughs> with the world. I voted for Kinky Freeman and he wasn't even on the bed. I wrote, I tried to write him in and then like <laughs> some guy in a red hat came behind me and like threw me off the voting booth. I don't know. Couldn't make out what it said on it. I think I, that's, I think that's a violation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no we're campaigning in the poll station. We're recording on Wednesday, November 9th, so we election day was yesterday. Yeah. So midterms, baby. Which I forget yeah. every year, every midterm, right? That the entire yeah. house gets reelected. The entire what? The entire Congress. The entire house gets yeah, reelected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I saw it, it was like, oh, all four hundred whatever seats yeah. are up for reelection. I was yeah. like, Does that happen every like six years or something? I don't know. I think I've been the out of touch Senate with politics is, for so yeah, long. Yeah, the, the Senate's six years, but yeah. Congress is every two years, and I didn't realize that the whole House was up for real. It's crazy. Yeah. I've got one thing that I'm going to quote something from one of my favorite movies, North Shore. Um, 
a surfer says, that wasn't a wave, that was a ripple. <laughs> so that sums up, uh, they were predicting a... It was a, uh, it was a little pink. Yeah. They were predicting a red wave, yeah. but that didn't happen. We won't discuss what sides we're on, and I think we both probably have different political views. Sure. But we don't let it define our love no. for one another. No. Which is how TV we should shows be. define our love for the, yeah. for one another. Yeah. yeah. And not doubling down and not splitting tents. <laughs> I'm I'm pro splitting tents. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm But we don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's off the table topic. We'll talk about anything else. Yeah. I would so. rather talk politics than talk about splitting <laughs> tents. <laughs> yeah. No casino play. I'm gonna throw that book at you. Yeah. Uh you can vote for whoever you want. Yeah. But I mean, let's be honest, we both know that our votes don't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't. It, it, they really don't in Texas for no. the most part, no matter what. Like, we're not a swing state. Yeah. Especially um, if it, it doesn't matter, like, which way you vote. Like, you can be blue and vote yeah. in Texas and your vote doesn't matter. Yeah. And you could also live in Texas and be red. And yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Harris County, like, good luck voting somebody blue out because it's all gerrymandered the way they it, fucking want it. Well, it's interesting because I, I still vote in Galveston County. And... So I was looking at the results in Galveston County. I went on and looked, and then Harris County. So in every single race, and some of these were shared with um, with Harris County as well. So like you know, you yeah, had the governor, the oh, sure, whatever, yeah. uh, attorney, uh, yeah, attorney, attorney general, yeah. and uh, the one with Dan Patrick too. Whatever yeah, he does. Uh, um, I still can't believe Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant yeah, yeah, Governor, yeah. yeah. So um <laughs> I'll keep my opinions on the all the candidates in the top three races for myself because they're all pieces of shit. But no matter what side they're on. They're all politicians, <laughs> they're all pieces of yeah. shit. Yeah. But Galveston County, every single race that had an R or D was the R was between 62 to 67 yep. percent and the d was in the 30s yep. every single one because all people do is vote for one side or the other party line yeah yeah so i'll just say it's for me as a centrist like i vote on certain particular issues so sure. i can change i change each election often yeah so which is so when i vote in galveston county I was telling Mike Ford, there was 32 people on the thing. <laughs> and like my percentage, it like my vote is really irrelevant in that County. Oh yeah. If I'm leaning a certain way or another, I mean, either way, if I vote, yeah. whatever I vote, it's, it's irrelevant. But Harris County, the races were a lot closer. A what I saw, yeah. like in certain races, not in the, not in the, like the governor and the, the, the attorney general, but There's certain state reps who just sweep every year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, in Harris County and Galveston County, you just look like. Yeah. I'll just say, like in Harris County, you look Sheila Jackson Lee. Yeah. Was 70%. like seventy something percent. Yeah. Uh, Al Green seventy something percent. Yeah. And then, you know, same like within Galveston County, you had um, a Republican who's been there. Right? It's like seventy percent. Yeah. In, in a lot of races, they don't even in in the Galveston County they. Oh, most of them are just only like one candidate R's because oh, yeah. like there's no chance anybody's going to win. <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody's uh, going to throw campaign money at it. Cause what's no. the point? They're going to run unopposed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's pointless, but like 
it's interesting because we, you know, you hear on election Ohio, Wisconsin, yeah, uh, Arizona, Nevada. I mean, some of the swing states have changed, but like, yeah. Florida used to be kind of a swing state. I mean, there was so when they talked about all the time, yeah, and since now like two thousand, and it's like oh, that goes red. That's a red tsunami now. Yeah. I mean, that that is a state that's like solidly red. They're yeah. like the new Texas. Yeah, somehow Wisconsin is now like a like a a battleground state. That always went blue for the. Sorry for my friends that are no flyover state should be a (laughs) (laughs) should be a battleground state. I'm sorry, like (laughs) Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, just think about like like Iowa is like the first state. Like like oh, we're gonna open the campaign season in Iowa. Like what? So the twelve people can vote for you? Like come on, yeah. Had a record turnout of the campaign rally. Twelve people showed up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no way, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Poly- so elections are so weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's- we we take no pride in selecting either candidate, but this uh, episode is brought to you by the Leslie Nope campaign. Um, <laughs> if you can't beat them, sweet them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite candidates are Leslie Nope, uh, TV Ryan, <laughs> the, the cannibal. Oh, definitely the cannibal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Matt. <laughs> Wait, there's Matt, uh, Avenue 5, there's Matt and Matt's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Iris, you run, and then I'll run everything yeah. from behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, she would feed the cannibal to everybody. <laughs> uh, sorry, we delved into the latest episode of Avenue 5. So funny, yeah. They, they had, um, ep- their episode 5 was basically an election episode on the day before the election. Yeah. It was wild. It was so. so timely. It was so funny. Yeah. But yeah, so we're we were um, both watching White Lotus and Avenue Five, as we talked about last week. So we're gonna talk about that a little today. Um, I started watching The Watcher on Netflix. Watched the first episode. Mike almost made it through. Yeah, halfway through the first episode. Yeah. Um, and we had an interesting text conversation today because. Mike said, oh, yeah, I watched the first two seasons, but Henry Cavill is leaving. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm not going to watch it. I was like, not The Witcher. Not The Witcher. The Watcher. Yeah. Witcher Watcher. I got excited. I've had, <laughs> I've had Witcher on the brain. Yeah. yeah well, I got to watch it now so we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Did The Watcher, yeah, I made it through the like first half of the first episode. But I like Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. Like, he's good, but it's just weird. Like, all of these yeah. creeps in this neighborhood. Yeah, and we've talked about American Horror Story, so I'm watching that, and that's one of my favorite series, which that hadn't been until that came out. I really wasn't horror kind of yeah. person, but Ryan Murphy, who does that, is doing a show called The Watcher on Netflix, and all the episodes are out because it's I'd Netflix. It's the whole thing's dropped, right? And, yeah. Yeah, so like, but we, we started watching the first one today, and what I like about Ryan Murphy's stuff is American Horror Story, it's usually... Pretty intense, pretty scary, pretty brutal. There's some graphic stuff here and there. In the first episode of The Watcher, it's got, I guess, like, American American Horror Story. I mean, Evan Peters, like, became famous to me off of that. He was Michael Scott's nephew in an episode of The Office. Yeah. uh, And then... He became big in that, and now it was Jeffrey Dahmer and yeah. the Netflix uh, and other things, and Billy Lordy and all these um, people that weren't really well known. 
But in The Watcher, you have Bobby Cannavale, Jennifer Coolidge, um, Naomi Watts, um, Gus from uh, Brockmire. <laughs> Gus from Brockmire. <laughs> uh, the red, the um, handler of the Russians and American. Uh, the Americans. The Americans. Yeah. It's got a great cast, and I think there's more. Mia Farrow. Yeah, Mia Farrow. Yeah. The the cast is amazing, but the first episode fell flat. It, well, and it may be, it may be because this is all dropped at one time. So yeah. like. I was, I was, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this because we both, I like stuff week to week and you will usually like stuff dropped, right? I think, so with like Andor and Avenue 5 and um, White Lotus, when you have something that is dropping week to week, and even like it was always with network television too, there was always something that happened that you're like, Oh my god! I can't wait till next week. Yeah. You know, you had to have something at the end to the hook, yeah, to hook you back, right? So, it almost seems like this show is like, okay, we're gonna drop all the episodes, so we just tell one big story because there's no break. It's gonna end and it's gonna go right into the next one, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I think that's the only thing I don't like about the drops is that there's nothing that hooks you in. You just keep watching because you want to see the story. I agree, but it's I don't know. I was just thinking about that today because. I like, I like the week to week more, but the only thing frustrating for me is the shows that I'm watching now, like, well, I guess they're dropping kind of during, you know, Av- White Lotus is Sunday. Yep. Avenue 5 is Monday. I think it's Monday. Yeah. Andor is Tuesday. And then American Horror Story and friend of the family's Thursday in Atlanta I can watch on Friday. Yeah. So I guess I got most of the week covered. I was yeah. thinking like, oh man, I don't get, but so that I kind of like that cause I space that out and I haven't been able to kind of, you know, binge anything. Yeah. Cause that's, I've been watching that and I've been so busy with the work stuff and traveling, but true. No. Yeah. I, I like Netflix used to be the only thing. Yeah. And they just dropped everything at one time. Yeah. And I've found that I have started to dislike that. Yeah. Because it does lack the hook. Yeah. Like House of Cards was one of their first shows that they did that was like full season drop. Yeah. And the hook was like so early in the show. Yeah. And then by this like second half of the season, you were like, okay, it's going to wrap up, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. I felt that so far with the watcher other than the fact that like it's hard for me to picture like bobby cannavale and naomi watts having like being in a horror situation yeah and like him like attacking somebody i mean he can get juiced up like he, he he's got anger boardwalk yeah Empire. yeah but like it's just really hard for me to see that cast going like full psycho yeah well for me but like the other people yeah uh, bobby cannavale in mr robot and Bork empire like like he's a killer. Like he's yeah. like a mob, a mobster in both. But he's like a father in this one. Like yeah, that's where for me I find it a little. I'm yeah. like, so he's like, a, I want to find out like what he does for work because they didn't yeah. say. But they're in like money trouble. But they buy this big house. Yeah. What and, if we What if we cash it all in? Yeah. Like IRA stocks, all of that, and we just he must it not doesn't become a jumbo. Load. He must not be in finance because he must not. Be. <laughs> yeah, because that's you a don't sink idea. everything into yeah. your house. Into a but, property. Yeah. 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 I don't know it. It watch. I, it's really not like a horror story. It's really he just bought the house right before the housing bubble. 
Like, that's the horror story. <laughs> and they're just really shitty neighbors. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. There's some good stuff that happens in the second half of the, the episode. Nice. But, yeah, it's... I'll probably watch some more, but it'd be I'll, interesting. I'll keep it watching. Is. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, like, Mia Farrow creeps me out, especially with, like, the her son who's mentally disabled or whatever. Yeah. And like, he like brought in the newspaper and Bobby Cannavale's like making a bowl of cereal. He's like, Jesus. Like, yeah. Like I learned creepy. what a, that's dumb, a little shock. I, I learned what a dumb waiter is. Yeah. Dumb waiter. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's uh legendary or whatever Mia Farrow kept calling. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Bobby Cannavale has really great underrated like parts and stuff. Yeah. He's great. Like you remember the other guys with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when my partner tossed me down a moss book pump shotgun, and I said, let's even the odds. And I blew him away. Now, how did that make you feel? Like my cock was made out of concrete. <laughs> Dude, he's so good. He's so good. Yeah. Yankee Clipper. <laughs> you Jerk. shot Gina. Jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> you should have shot A-Rod. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, man. Yeah, the Watcher, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, yeah. I, for some reason, started watching that. Maybe it's something about Netflix because I started watching the newest season of The Crown because yeah. it dropped today. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't even make it through the first half of that episode. Huh. It didn't help. I was preoccupied with work, but yeah. I just was like, cool, watching it. And then I got bored. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And, I, and we talked about The Crown offline because I want to start watching that and look forward to the fifth season. I heard it's a really good show and yep. it's, haven't heard a bad thing about it. So. Yeah, we'll have to definitely. I'll have to definitely catch up uh, on that, and we can talk a little about the crown. But yep. it's so hard to talk about Netflix shows unless you talk about them in chunks or True. as a season. True. Um, just because they're, you can watch them at one time. So like that's I watched a couple documentaries at night in the last couple weeks on Netflix, and that's what I saw the trailer for The Watcher. So like I was just trying to figure out what. <laughs> With <laughs> the documentaries I watched, uh, oh, but I did watch um, the documentary "Abducted in Plain Sight." After uh, that's the the documentary that "Friend of the Family" is based off. Oh of yeah, the, right. The documentary is so freaking good. Like it's so freaking disturbing that story. So yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. That looks insane. Yeah, you should. I recommend that on Peacock. Yeah, there's a documentary I've been wanting to watch on there called Into the Deep. It's the uh, the submarine murder case. Oh. About that, like... It's in, like, Norway or yeah, Sweden this or... this billionaire who built a submarine and then, like, brought a journalist on board and then, like, murdered her. Yeah. 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 Crazy. There was, there's a series, but it's in, like, Dutch or whatever. Yeah, I started watching it and I was having trouble, like... Because yeah. sometimes when I watch those, like, crime ones... I'll just put it on like when I'm going to sleep. Background, yeah. And I don't like I have my head turned and I'm just listening to it like either in a headphone or whatever. So I'm not. It's more like a a serial podcast where it's about a Kate crime case, yeah. but instead of like watching everything because it's mostly interviews with people, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, that's our Netflix corner for today. Yeah. So those people who say we don't talk about Netflix shows, they, um, like they're getting the, some better content. It's the Astros, back. the Astros guy, the they got interviewed by the Fox Twenty Six News reporter <laughs> after the World Series. <laughs> what do you say to all the the people who are saying the Astros are cheaters and this? 
Man, fuck y'all. <laughs> That's great. That guy's a legend. 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 Sure. Yeah. So, um, how you been? You know, we we cut right talking about my trips, and then then we cut right over to TV. But oh, I'm good, man. I've just been working away. You know how it is. Yeah. Voted Halloween party. Oh yeah, how was the Halloween party? It was good. I originally was supposed to go as Bob Ross, but didn't <laughs> want to dress up and just wore an A and M t shirt and went as a disgruntled fan base. Because yeah. you're like, uh, if it was the Oscars, uh, <laughs> the consumer uh, costume from The Office. Rational, Rational consumer. consumer. Yeah. I kid you not, I thought of that too. Yeah, that was that's pretty good. Or uh, Parks and Rec with uh, April's uh, Halloween party and her uh, gay friend shows up and he's like, I'm a straight man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark Brandanowitz shows up wearing the exact same shit. <laughs> I was... Uh, I think Blanca went to the office on Halloween. I was in I was in uh, Baton Rouge on Halloween, um, and I said you could go as three hole punch Blanca. Dude, I kept saying that to Jackie. I was like, just let me go as three hole punch Michael. Like, what did she dress as? She went as Carmen Sandiego. Ah, where in the world? That's right. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Carmen Diego. I will give props to my sister because my sister went to the Halloween party. Oh, nice. She, she dressed up as Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Holy cow. With the uh, uh, fur coat uh, and everything. I'm guessing your sister is a creative one in the family. Totally. Yeah. 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 I would just pull a gym and just write book on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would think I would be the haunted book face. You, you could win as Nellie Bertram. Oh, yeah. Sexy Toby. <laughs> I'm sexy Toby. <laughs> Smile if you love men's prostates. <laughs> oh, no, we, I'm, I've been good, man. I've been good. I've just been watching TV, working, working my ass off. You know, um, one of the, the last few people going into the office. Yeah, you're like holding down the fort this week. I hear somebody's got to claim a desk. Yeah, yeah, I. Without you'll understand this without uh, adding detail. Somebody sent me a note today saying, who does this in this department? Hmm. And I'm like, so-and-so. And they come back and say, uh, I got an out-of-office from them. And I'm like, and I know so-and-so is out of the office, too, this week. So I said, I guess you can send it to me because I no one's going to be able to answer that uh, that's there. And they're like, okay. Knew it. So I'm like, hmm. It's so good. I'm going to go to the office tomorrow, though. So are you going to be there? I'll be there. If Sweet. you're going to be there, I'll be there. But if you're not going in, I'm not I'll, going I'll in. be there. I've been in two days this week and have been the only person there. I'll be there from 8 to noon-ish. Perfect. That's so. when I'll leave. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. I, just, have a, I have a, oh, is it 7 a.m. or is it 8 a.m.? I don't remember. Yeah. I have an early call. Yeah. And then I'm done by, like, noon. So I'll leave at noon. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Sweetums. Sweetums. If you can't beat them, sweetums. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, Avenue 5, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, White Lotus. Man, I love that show. Yeah, White Lotus is so good. Mike White is so good. So good, man. Jennifer Coolidge is just crazy. So, like, and shitting on her assistant the whole this, time. This episode, like... <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge is so over the... She's it, so over the top. It's almost like 
it's almost too much of like this episode is almost too much of a parody of yeah. her. Yeah. Like he wrote so much for her. Yeah. Like they Oh, she won an Emmy. We got we're going all it's like the first episode of Ted Lasso where it's just in your face. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's 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 turn the dial down. Yeah. But it's just all over. Well and then I mean it's like I love how he sets up like this is your day, and she wants to be Monica Vitti, uh, or was that her name? I, uh, something like that, yeah. Some Italian, old Italian actress yeah. or starwit. And they like rent a, a Vespa. Vespa, and she's dressed in this pink outfit, and like she buys Greg, her husband, this uh, like slick black suit and shirt, and he gets, gets, the hotel manager, um, God, what's her name? What's a uh, oh god, yeah, I know the name of uh, Valentina. I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be Valentina. Picture is like, can you take a picture? It's like she's taking pictures. Uh, it's like, who do you th- who do I look like? And she's like, <laughs> Peppa Pig. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, holy shit, dude, she is ruthless. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's very. I mean, she did the uh, that to. The grandfather is like, oh, because yeah. you're old. Because you're old. Like, yeah, it's like, wh- what? Yeah, very straightforward. How are you the manager of this yeah. hotel? Even, it's a, even Nigel in the first season was wacko, but not that wacko. I don't well, remember his name in the first season. Armand. Armand, so yeah. It, you get a total contrast in styles between the hotel uh, managers in the season one versus two. Armand was like hiding his content and disdain for the rich guests <laughs> yeah. through like over flattery and servitude shit eating grin yeah yeah and valentina is not hiding no. her disdain for anybody no including the guests and the hookers and everybody just giving everybody a hard time about everything who, who did she say she looked like jennifer coolidge peppa pig no no what was the actress that she was Monica Vitti yeah. or something like that. I look like Monica Vitti. And the <laughs> concierge is like, yeah, she's dead. And it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they get on the scooter and they're driving through. Oh. And the whole thing where a bug is like in her throat oh. and she's like, like choking. Yeah. And she's like squeezing him and he's like, babe, let go. Yeah. And I'm like, just pull over. That's what I said to Blanc. I'm like. Like, literally, he could pull right... There's, like, viewing observation yeah. areas on going up this hill. Yeah. He literally could just pull over and... I'm surprised I guess, he didn't just drive off a cliff. Dude, that's what I thought was going to happen. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was the first dead bodies. But I think... Uh, I have a theory of who's dead, but... And I'll tell you. We'll talk about it when we get to the end. Yeah. But... Yeah, I... Maybe Greg was thinking that if she drove... If he stopped, they would just, like fall backwards and start rolling i don't know possibly because like, they were going uphill yeah i don't know it was weird um so god yeah, yeah i love how the manager of the hotel is like who signed the liability like yeah. <laughs> did she sign an agreement to get the vespa who loaned it to her yeah so let's stick with uh their story we'll break it down between the different hey it's like three storylines going yeah. on in this episode uh four kind of but yeah, and Greg's making a special day for um, the Jennifer Coolidge. I'm like just want to go to the beach and blanking sip on her. wine and he's oh, like, Tanya, whatever you want to do. Yeah, and we learned in this episode Tanya is a 
like five hundred billion dollar or like half half a, a bill. Yeah, which doesn't seem that much for to be. I mean, it's five hundred million, but she inherited the money, or like her dad was a shipping magnet or something like that. Yeah. Um. So we find out. You know, that she's rich. I mean, obviously, everybody who's staying in this white load is supposed to be, like, top of line exclusive hotel. So, Except for the hookers. Yeah. Well, we'll get to their story. <laughs> That's a very intriguing story, as That's it is. That's great. Yeah. Um, and so we find out there, and, you know, they, they go everywhere, and the assistant is at every place they go to, and they take the Vespa to the restaurant. She's there on a date with Albie, <laughs> yeah. who's Michael Imperioli's son, Christopher Moltisante, and... Um, but basically, you know, Greg's making this big day for her, all to kind of tell her that he has to go back. Yeah. Uh, and so they're at dinner and he's like, uh, work call and I've got to go back early for a couple of days and I'll come back. And she's like, you hate me. Oh God, like, yeah. She goes on this big rant and it was interesting cause he does, he just really says, uh, no, I don't like yeah. Doesn't have like the typical response. You'd be like, "No, babe, I love you." Like, you know, why that's are you saying tr- that's not true? Yeah, yeah, like, and but he makes an interesting comment that you know she's like, "Why don't you quit that job?" And he's like, "I can't. You made me sign a prenup. If we don't work out, I'm yeah. screwed. Yeah, I don't have anything." And she's like, "Why wouldn't we work out?" And it's like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, and uh, so. And at the end with them, we see Tanya wake up in the middle of the night and Greg's outside talking to someone on the phone. And at the very end, he says, I love you to that person. To that so, person, yeah. And so, like, do you think that, like, he's got another family or he's got another, he's, they're scamming Tanya, he's scamming Tanya. It's possible. Was that he talking to, like, like one of his kid or something that we don't know about. I think he's got franchises. I think he's just got like a family back in the states, and just fuckers yeah. just setting up franchises everywhere. And he's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna get hooked up with this lady because she's worth half a bill, right?" Yeah, I think that's what I want. That was the first thing, like my where my mind first went yeah. is like the guy's a cheater and he's probably got somebody back yeah. home and he's just trying to get out of this thing. Yeah, maybe he tries to kill her, but also I have two theories. One is that it's a family member of his. And he's like, they're like really missing him or something. Yeah. Or two, he's actually dying. Like he was sick in the first season, and all of a sudden he's not yeah. sick. Yeah, I think those because that's why I think they're. It's like almost like a red herring where they're trying yeah. to make it out like he doesn't love her, and this is uh, because after the first season, I didn't think they'd come back married, no. right? Like, no. and I thought he'd be dead, but he's like, there he is, healthy or seemingly healthy. I thought it, she would come back in the second season and have be having to deal with his ashes. Yeah. Like she did oh, in the first yeah, one. That been good. And then I had this theory about how like everybody on this trip is like fucked up. Yeah. In each season. And she's just like the angel of death. <laughs> or she's yeah. like evil in human form yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. I had this weird theory about that, but I don't think it's working out. <laughs> no, but it is it'll be interesting to see what happens actually with Greg and um we mentioned or we were talking offline because uh Tom Hollander is credited in every episode and he hasn't appeared yet, but nope. in the future scene from like what's to come there, he's talking with Tanya on a balcony. So we assume she's come some kind of friend of, of hers. So I think Greg leaves and she like flies him in. Yeah. 
Or he's already in Italy on his yacht or something. Yeah. You know, what if he's a leech, too? Like, she just has nothing but leeches. Well, and I think it's interesting because her character, and if you watch, like, the, um, the post, like, from the first part of after the first episode with Jennifer Coolidge and uh, um, Haley Lou Richardson, where they, did you watch, do you ever watch the after? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're talking, and they think they're both narcissistic, and and I think Tanya's character is so narcissistic, and she's a user of people. She didn't realize, like, in first season, she used the spa lady and then just oh, disregarded yeah. her. I think Natalie Richardson, I forget her name, but it's just, like, was going to, like, fund her to start her own spa and do all this. And then she meets Greg and, like, we're going to go here. and See uh, you later. Yeah. And I, I was trying to remember because Blanca's like, didn't you say they're going to go, like, to Italy? And I'm like, I don't think it happened that quick, but I want to go back and watch and says, because they were going to leave and go somewhere because I thought they were going to go, like, to Aspen. Interesting. But I wanted to see where they said they were going. But she just, like, tosses people aside. Yeah. And, like, and I think that's, like, Greg doesn't want, whatever it is, maybe he's just, like, he's dealing with the health or family member back home that says they love you. Like, he may be a good guy, but he knows he's going to get tossed Toss. aside by yeah. her at some point. Yeah. She's going to get bored of him, or the next shiny thing's going to come along. And so he can't quit his job. It's going to be Grandpa Imperioli. Oh, yeah. <laughs> F. Murray Abraham's <laughs> yeah. going to come along yeah. and charm her. Yeah. But right up that alley. Uh, any other thoughts on that storyline this episode? No, it's just weird because, like, every time they go out, her assistant, like, at breakfast, her assistant yeah. was eating. And she's like, what the hell do you want me to do? Yeah. She's like, go back to your room. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, picks up her plate and goes eat, goes and eats with. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. And they. I don't, I'm trying to decide which storyline we should talk next because both are very interesting. But I think I like the. Um, the. Theo James, I'm blanking on uh, Theo James is the actor and his wife, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the ones that never fight. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> it's like, Aubrey Plaza and what's his name? Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably should learn learn their names, but this is this was an interesting episode with with them because you know she goes. You know, we see him go for an early morning run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And. Ethan. Ethan. Yep. And it's Harper's. Um, Ethan Harper. Yep. Yeah. He like goes for a run and she's like, oh, I'll go like read a book and have breakfast. And then like their friends, Cameron and his like wife are there. Yeah. And they're Cameron like, oh, come so join us. Cameron and, and Daphne. Yeah. She's like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, but she, yeah, so yeah, he gets her run, she joins, she just wants to read and have probably her avocado toast, I didn't see what she was eating, but, and then, yeah, they want her to join, she joins them, and it's just like, so awkward, because they have nothing in common, but, Ethan comes, you know, and Ethan runs by, um, runs by the prostitute, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember her name as well, because, um, uh, uh, Mia in. I know Mia. Um, Lucia. Lucia. Yeah. 
Which I love the name Lucia, oh, by so the way. Yeah. Like so Italian. I love yeah. it. Yeah. The the way you pronounce the C in Italian. But yeah. she's really good. Um, the actress who plays her, Simona Tabasco. Tabac Tabasco? Um She is a little spicy. Dude, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's like really her me and Lucia to me are like they're standing out. I mean, just this. Oh, ep- yeah. th- I mean, th- especially this episode because, well, let's talk about the storyline next. Yeah, 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 but yeah. with, you know, after breakfast, Harper goes back to the room and walks in on Ethan. Uh, Ethan is like he decides I'm gonna come back and start jerking it. Like jerking his gherkin. Yeah. And on vacation, your wife is downstairs for breakfast. Like. That's pretty emboldened just to lay in the bed to do that. You're like crazy rich now. Yeah. And you got a smoking wife and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to fap it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the interesting part is that she comes in and he first tries to hide it. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, the endorphins. I'm just, I'm, you know, trying to knock one out. Yeah. And he's, she's like. Well, you want me to help you? And yeah, he's he like, no, no, I'm going to take a shower. Like, yeah. he just runs away from her. And yeah. it's like, they seem to have no sexual chemistry. Whatsoever. Where everybody else in the show has sex. Horned up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. Like, even Tanya and, and Greg are just yeah. trying to knock it out awkwardly. Yeah. yeah. And they're like. <laughs> They they start talking, you know, like, I think we were, Blanc and I were debating this because I think he was trying to deflect the conversation, but Blanc, or Blanc thought she was trying, no, she thought he was trying to deflect and I thought she was trying to deflect, but and they were changing the conversation immediately from uh, jerking it to the other couple yeah. and how, you know, it's like, they're probably... Like talking, talking about, about us now, yeah. And you like they're like having a fashion show inside of like yeah. changing clothes because like, he lost his suitcase, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he's like he like steps out of the dressing room. And yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. It's and, like they don't give a shit. And like I think that's where we get in society where we get cynical about everything. Yeah. And Aubrey Plaza's character Car- uh, Harper is is like the stand-in for cynical nature. Yeah. In our society where it's like, they can't be happy because they're, they don't argue or... They're, they're so they're, rich, they don't vote, they yeah, don't argue, they, they gotta be full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. When they're just like, at least now, seemingly, this is Mike White and can change. But I think in the first scene, it's pretty authentic. Like, But you did see a change between um, Alexander Daddario and Jake Lacey's character. They were... They were kind of like, but you saw, but you saw, I think this is kind of the same because now that I'm thinking about it, because you started to see the cracks in Jake Lacey's character. Um, and then where you maybe see a crack in, in um, Cameron where he's talking on the phone, yelling about his luggage. Yeah. But they just seem happy and nothing can... Yeah, nothing, like, fulfills them or satisfies them, for the most part. Yeah. But I 
I, the scenes for the next week kind of confirm what I had a theory on was that they may be pretty happy, but I think they're pretty open. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, you know, they go, they're at the beach and she goes in the water. Yeah. Harper. Uh, yeah. Harper goes in the water. Yeah. They're like, like, they had like an awkward conversation yeah. and like somebody called like her a shrew or yeah. shrewd or something like that. She's like, I'm going to go for a swim. Yeah. And then she's out there and then like Cameron like grabs her leg like he's yeah. a fucking shark. Yeah. And, and then he's like, like, why don't you like me? Yeah, he like hits on her. Yeah, he's like, yeah, so awkward. Yeah, and I think it's... After like, slinging meat in the fucking hotel room. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely... Hanging in a kosher deli. Yeah. And, and, um, and the scenes to come, uh, Harper and Daphne are like rolling through town and she's like waving at... Or Daphne's waving at some Italian guy. So like... Yeah, at a cafe. I yeah. think they're both open and they're going to be like it's going to get wild in there this is like even if just watching the opening credits oh yeah where it starts off very sedated yeah. and then explodes into like 15 sexual scenes yeah. of like and then they're like stab like there's yeah. like a knife and shit yeah. yeah i love the opening credits yeah it was great last year and this year it's like dialed up it's but such yeah. a- you see like daphne hitting like hitting like like gesturing to those two italian guys yeah. at the cafe but then like the end of scenes for next week, Cameron is like trying to pick up the hookers. Well, I think you're going to see Ethan and Cameron partying with me oh, and Lucia. Yeah. And, um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens. And, and then like at dinner, they were all at dinner again, you know, cause now you're on vacation with a couple, you go to, you do everything, all the meals with them. Yep. You know, they're, they have this really, intimate moment talking about the trouble with childbirth and um and she just wants to facetime the kids and misses the kids and can't get hold of her parents and so like you're like maybe these people aren't like just happy-go-lucky pieces of shit or they're just putting on a thing or i'm not gonna lie i forgot they had kids yeah like they mentioned in the first episode he hasn't mentioned anything she's mentioned it like a couple times but you know and then we have to try to figure out what they're underlying motivation is Mm -hmm. in this right because now ethan came at all this money for whatever he did with this company and why if they were like roommates but not really friends why did they invite them on this trip and what's the motive i'm assuming that maybe cameron and daphne are having some kind of rich person financial trouble i could see that and there's going to be some business kind of deal. Uh, or he really like wants to do Harper and was just trying to get her like, I don't know. It's be interesting to see. Wasn't there some like competition? They, it was like the arm wrestling competition back in college or whatever. Like they, they keep joking about Ethan and Cameron. Yeah. Like it's basically like a pissing contest. Yeah. And so I think Cameron is like, for whatever reason has to like rub it in Ethan's face. Yeah. So I think he is going to try to hook up with like Harper and then be like, I get everything. Yeah. And you're just a piece of shit. I have to say both of them. I don't know. Ethan, when, after he's, he's, uh, he's going through, uh, Playing with the baloney pony. Yeah. And he's walking in the shower and like Blanca goes, he has like 12 abs. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah, look at his stomach. Dude is jacked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I was surprised. I can appreciate a good male body. But yeah, yeah with, with uh, Ethan and 
I think there's a lot of things that are going to happen. But yeah. you remember, there's only like six episodes of the show. So I just looked because I was just on Wikipedia. Yeah. Seven episodes. Oh, seven this one. Seven this okay. one. Six first season, seven yeah. this okay, season. Okay, that's yeah. good because there's still five left. There. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was counting in my hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't see that on the podcast. Yeah, we're not recording video on this one, so yeah. Chuck was just using his fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I count. <laughs> <laughs> I use my toes. Yeah. Only <laughs> if I go above 10. Yeah. I uh, use my toes so that way people can't see that I have to count. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd be, you would see me looking down on my toes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. And then we have the third storyline. Yep. Which is multiple storylines. Yep. But it's the. DeGrazio family. Yep. With Albie and um, Michael Imperioli's character. Dominic. Dominic. And, and Bert. Grandpa Bert. F. Murray Abraham. Um, and we'll tie Portia in there because she's with them this episode, part of the storyline, and then Mia Lucia. Yep. So, I mean, so interesting that Let's start with Dominic. You know, we pretty we figure out he's uh, some kind of sex addict is basically what this boils down to. Yep. And so much so that I think they he prearranged his sex worker via Instagram or something. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. You know, because we find out she's looking. That's why they're down at the boat at the in episode one. But I don't know his name. I just know he's American. Yeah. Yeah. And. uh but he basically gets them in the hotel and gives them access to the room. Insane. And key card, gets some keys. And Valentina's being real ass about it, of course, because she doesn't want to let these locals. Yeah. And, I know and, how hotels work. Yeah. 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 Like, in, <laughs> you've been, what Lucia's like, and hotels were invented for what I do or whatever. <laughs> hotels were created for what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, like the first episode of Valentina is like like trying to kick him out of the hotel. And now like Dominic has to like get them access so he can like hook up with them when he wants. And he's like, These are my friends. They're gonna come and go. Oh, so they're gonna sleep in your room. No 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 no. They're gonna come and go, like they're they're gonna hang out at night and then they're gonna leave. They're not sleeping in my room. Well, you can all, and she's like trying to come up with yeah. every excuse to make it. We not need a happen. rollaway bed or a cot. Yeah. Uh, like, oh well, your your room only is allowed to have like two people staying oh, yeah, there yeah. per night, and it's like, what kind of hotel is this? Yeah. And then he's like, okay, fine, put it on, put her on my room, and then the other one on the his s- son's room. Yeah, yeah, no, his dad's room. Oh, so she's gonna sleep with your father? No, that's not no. <laughs> yeah, that was so awkward. Yeah. So, but yeah, he basically like gives him free reign, gives him a key. And he's like, please, don't go crazy. Like, just and they keep, go keep it crazy. confined. And they go nuts. They hit up the, the shops. Yeah. Bathing suits, dresses, <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So they're living it up. And um, she takes over the jet. Ja- <laughs> she, she does karaoke in the, in the bar. <laughs> well, no. And that was, a, that was one of my favorite and not uh, not favorite part, but I really like that part. How because Mia doesn't want to be like Lucia spending the episode like I want to sleep my way into this life, yeah, and fire that fucking bitch or whatever she says about the store owner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or I want to buy. Yeah, I want to buy the whole store. You're fired, bitch. <laughs> like she says, <laughs> yeah. um, and. 
Mia wants to be a singer and she's idealistic. And so, you know, in the first episode, she's talking to the piano player and he, of course, thinks she's a sex worker mm-hmm. and tosses a drink in his face. But Giuseppe. Yeah, Giuseppe. And, but they have a nice little conversation and he can, she convinces him to let her play a song and it was really, really good and everybody good. liked it. Yeah. And um so i think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting it's gonna open up some different avenues for me i think so my thing so this is what you know the first episode they find the bodies and they said multiple guests Mm -hmm. that were dead Mm -hmm. i'm thinking either lucia or I think Lucia and Mia are going to be dead because they are technically guests now. Exactly. So I think that's the... At least one of them is going to be dead. It's that probably was... going to be Mia because... But if, if it's kind of like the first season, it could be Lucia because like Armand was just out of control, but that he didn't die of what he should have died of. like True. Of the drug overdose, but right. Jake Lacey stabbed him. But like, could something happen where... F. Murray Abraham finds her in this room or Albie finds like, you know, because they, Mia and Lucia go to um, Dominic's room and he's like, oh, I can't do this. I'm, I need to be better. And then it's like, I've oh. got a conscience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mia's here too. Oh, oh, a threesome. Yeah. All right. She's like, yeah, I love how they're like buying all the clothes and they're yeah. like, yeah, you know, we have to pay it back. Right. Yeah. And she's like, shit, threesome it is. Yeah. And then the, you know they do that, so I'm like, I'm wondering like, does does Mia go into the dad's room since she's on there, and like the dad like maybe he was like an ex hitman for the mob, or he right. doesn't know, you know, I mean it's Sicilian, so or he doesn't know what there's a there's a lady in his room and he like kills her on accident or Lucia, but I think one of them is going to be one of the bodies. I'm gonna go full wild card, Giuseppe. Is like a fucking serial killer, but nobody knows it. That could be it. Or what if Albie walks in on the dad, have like Dominic sleeping with Lucia, and you know he knows that he his he was cheating on his mom, but he seems like he's upset, but he won't. He's like not going to say anything. Maybe he sees something and this drives him over the edge. Yeah, and maybe. You know, he kills the hookers or his dad or somebody. I don't know. But it, yeah. to me, it looks like the legs and feet of the body that Daphne sees as a woman. It's totally. small. Yeah. Like, it's not big, ugly man legs or hairy legs or whatever. So, yeah. I'm going to laugh when it's neither of those and it's actually Cameron and uh, uh, Ethan. Uh, his wife. Oh, no. Daphne finds the body. Yeah, yeah. But it, so so they like kill Aubrey Plaza and Ethan oh, yeah. and then just take over their lives. Yeah, they're just be, yeah. they're just the talented Mr. Ripley like the, <laughs> their way through life. Yeah, yeah, just imposters. Yeah, it could be. It'd be interesting to see because we don't see Cameron or nope. Daphne or Harper. Ooh, it could be Harper. Maybe maybe uh, Cameron sleeps with her and then. He has, she was going to tell and he like drowns her or, and then he, Ethan comes after and then he kills both of them. Could be. 
And then a shark comes and kills Cameron. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when it's Cameron and one of the hookers. He's like banging one of them on a boat, and then like they fall over and they both drown. <laughs> <laughs> like they're both naked. Like the body she bumps yeah. into is naked. Yeah. So it's got to be one of the one of the girls. Yeah. Anyways. I think so. It could be it could be a Rocco. They make Rocco like look like an idiot. Like Rocco. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, That's good. It, it's never really. It's not really Rock, the essential story. Rocco kills Valentina. Yeah. He just like shit talked her. It's Valentina the in there. Yeah. No, wait, because she was. Oh, oh, yeah. she's Rocco and Valentina. It's neither one of them because oh. they were. Yeah, they found the bodies. Damn. Yeah. No, that's good stuff, though. As we say in Italian, buffanculo. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's in like Portia like joins the the. Oh yeah. The Grasso family when they go to the like yeah. the theater. Yeah. Like the, the Greek theater. Greek theater, or whatever. Thing. It's like Grandpa's like you got sloppy. Yeah. And she's just like there and it's awkward. And he's like hitting, like Bert is hitting on her. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. And yeah. And he basically, Bert tells Dominic, like, you don't think I fucked around? Like, you just right. got to keep it tight. Yeah. You're rubbing it in her face. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, why's my, why's my granddaughter not here? And he's like, you know why? Yeah. He's like, fight it what you did. My granddaughter would still be here. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like, out of, out of your mind. Yeah. That's really good. I love... It's it's so hard to replicate the success of the first season because it wasn't supposed to be multiple seasons. No. But I think they should do this. They should do multiple anthology seasons like this at all different sites. I think we talk about it next week. Do one in Tokyo. Do one in, you know, Australia. Qatar. Do one, yeah, Qatar at the World Cup. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I think they could do just pick these really exotic places, and just have this like fake resort. Yeah, where like five star people go and they're just rich assholes. Yeah, and I think that's where like I was reading about Mike White. Like he didn't come from money. He's like kind of a self made guy through the industry, and you can really kind of the tell his disdain for people rich elites who've just inherited money yeah or you know it Haven't their lifestyle yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i hope there is a third season i hope it's in tokyo or, or right. somewhere in japan that would be amazing yeah uh, yeah i wonder how it'll be like because it's been a two beautiful beach setting, so yeah. I almost has to be like beach resort type of activity. Maybe, maybe mountain resort. Oh, like a ski slope. Yeah, uh, like Aspen, <laughs> White Lotus Aspen. Twenty. It's. I'll put money on it. If if the next season is in Japan, there will be a joke in there that says, "Can I open the kimono with you?" <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> what, I'll put twenty dollars on it. What, right what now. show is that from? Where is it? Let's open the kimono. <laughs> First of all, it's on two shows. One is The Office, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Packer that says it to Michael. Michael, can I open the kimono? With you? Yeah, that's right. Second one was Silicon Valley, and it was. Uh, <laughs> is it Jared or is it uh, uh, whose who's fridge was it? Uh, T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I know I'm blanking on his character's name. I'm like Gilfo. Uh, Why are we blanking on his name? That guy is hilarious. He's a pesca pescatarian. He only eats fish that eats <laughs> other fish. Yeah. Oh man, Jing Yang. Anyways, 
Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Richard, can I open the kimono with you? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm, so my money's on if they do that, there will be that joke in there. Yeah. Uh, Erling. Wait, no. Uh, Erling Bachman. Erling Bachman. As soon as you said that, it popped. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, Erling Bachman. Eric Bachman. Uh, Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, the. The Grasso family is struggling with like relationships. Yeah, like, the grandfather is not a sunset; he's a dick. Yeah, the Dominic is just macking down on two hookers, and the son is like having this awkward, yeah, blossoming relationship with Portia, and then he's like kisses her, and he's like, "Look at I," and she's like, oh, "That's it." And she's first he's like, "Can I kiss you?" And she's yeah. like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah." Well, and the interesting thing is because she says it on the phone to her friend or her she's talking to in the first yeah. episode, like, just want to, like, have some Italian dude just, like, go to town on me. Yeah. And she just wants to have a good time. And that's what she talks about. She's tired of all the dating like, at dinner, like, TikTok, Bumble, yeah. like, dating, all this stuff. And, you know, he's so trying to not be his father. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's going to, like, Drive oh, him God. like does his dad hook up with Portia and he just fucking goes <laughs> off on him? Yeah, I mean, there's so many, yeah, uh, or or Cameron or yeah. Eth- like any I mean, one of can them. Go, yeah. That's the beauty, like, I would throw it out there or Bert, yeah, yeah, he's Italian, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's interesting though because like I think in the scenes for next week, she's like hanging out with Cameron or um, the son. What's his Albie. name? Albie. Albie. She's hanging out with him by the pool. And then some Italian guy takes his shirt yeah. off and she's like, whoa. Yeah. And then like telling her friend, like this guy did it for me. Yeah. But Albie's like too nice. Yeah. I think if it was back in the States and she's looking to date somebody, it would be different, but mm-hmm. she's young. I mean, they're young and yeah. she's in Italy trying to find something to do. She wants but, some Italian sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Brooklyn sauces, but authentic Italian sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good old thick Sicilian. <laughs> so- sausage, Mike, come on. Yeah, so good. So good. It's hard to talk about this show and not go into the sexuality of the show because it's definitely... That's the major theme of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first season was about wealth and class, and that's all we saw with, like... Dario marries into wealth and she's really insecure about it. And then Steve Z- uh, Zahn's Zahn. family is like crazy wealthy and the daughter is just fucking entitled, which is Sydney Swinney. Yeah, Sydney Swinney. And then um, uh, this season is all about like wealth and sexuality and relationships and stuff like that. So and it's hard still, to not joke about sexuality because that's what this yeah. show is basically. Is and it's still got the elements of the class. Yeah. Uh, separation as well for sure like Portia is but, like a poor assistant well yeah she's a yeah that's what you see yeah. that's what you see out of here is you know last season we saw a lot through the the storytelling through the view of the workers yeah you know at you know, Armand and um, yeah uh, the lady at the spa the, and then and the even Dylan and who, the other like, disappears after the first episode because she like stayed at the desk and then like yeah. went into labor weird but Dylan and the other guy the party the party crew inside the Armand's office oh my god and yeah he, that was insane they're doing like ketamine and stuff the, uh, yeah 
you see it through the locals too with the 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 canoe you know that the steve's on son yeah rose with but it, a lot of it's influenced with the local staff and the local people yeah and this we're seeing a lot more i think through the eyes of the the rich guests but yeah. you do have that local element we haven't seen much on Valentina besides just her directness. We haven't seen much of the staff, but we've seen the the local is is told through Lucia and Mia. I yeah, think, different class of workers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's a really good show. We could talk it about is. it forever. It's I can't so wait till good. Sunday yeah. night. It's different than the first one, but I'm still just as hooked. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's good. Like, you know, as um, as an anthology guy, you know, we were talking about The Watcher before yeah. and American Horror Story. There's, in that the, we're on a season eleven American Horror Story, and they're they're different, yeah. and but and there's some weaker season than the other, but I love them all, and for being different. So, Fargo, anthology, yeah. great seasons. It, some not there's as good some, as the others. Yeah, Fargo has some intricate connections, it and, does, and American yeah. Horror Story does too. Sure. In a few seasons, connect with other seasons. They reuse the same actors and stuff. Yeah. But, and like, obviously in White Lotus, there's a... Jennifer the, Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah. And Greg. Yeah. We forgot Greg was season one, too. Can't have a time without breaking some Gregs. <laughs> I can't wait till season three when uh, Alex Daddario and Jake Lacey... Come back. Come back to... Yeah. The, yeah. yeah calling it right now. Yeah. Calling it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Any other thoughts? Uh, we've we've gone a long time. No, but I feel like I have gone from a leaf when this uh, show first started to yeah. a full on blossom. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that with all my uh, work trips this year and personal trips, you racking it up. I am two night stay away from being a diamond elite Hilton diamond dog. Yeah, Diamond Dogs. I get a feeling Dominic is a Diamond Dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm about to turn into a Blossom, and yeah. I'm going to get, like, an extra cookie when I stay at a Doubletree or Hampton. Maybe, like, if I drive, I'll get that plush parking spot up front that says for Diamond Elite members. Another free bottle of water in your room. Yeah. Yeah, just living at large. Yeah. yeah. White Lotus style. Yes, yeah. um, the White Lotus of the Hampton. Yeah, White Lotus, Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> there oh. is a really nice hotel there that we went and ate at like two times last week called the Watermark. Yeah. And it's got a restaurant called the Gregory. Hmm. And it's got a cool bar. And that's where that's where I watched the Astros no-hitter oh, in yeah. that game. Me and um, uh, another person, we were watching the game. And I was the only... Uh, two other people. I was the only one. I'm like, wow, we just threw a no-hitter. And they're like, cool. Like, oh, dude, it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. But any hoodles. Are you watching anything else? So you just started The Watcher, not The Witcher, The Watcher. <laughs> the Witcher Watcher. The Witcher Watcher. Um, White Lotus. Atlanta. Atlanta's finales this week? Is that, that's, that's what, tomorrow? No. Is uh, that, it's that tomorrow tonight? on FX, but I can't watch it on Hulu until, um. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. Um, or sorry, Friday. Yeah, friend of the family. That should be coming close to wrapping up. Um, which is all. Which oh, is, that's ha- Jake Lacey, right? Yes. So, so two good. characters from the office went to go on to portray psychopaths. 
Was the other Jim and uh, Jack Ryan? No, no, uh, was uh, Dahmer. Oh, yeah, Evan Peters, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I swear I watched another... Another documentary on Netflix, but I can't remember. Um, Manifest, though, I'm about to start watching that. Yep. Season four. It's still number one. It's been number one on Netflix since it came out. <laughs> uh, I watched a documentary called Killer Sally on Netflix. I've seen the title card for that. She's like jacked. It's two bodybuilders and results in a murder. It, it was actually, It's only two episodes. Um, I kid you not. I was today. I saw the title card and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch that just because I got a feeling like not a lot of people are gonna watch it. And I'm just gonna be that guy that goes all in on it. <laughs> it it's only two episodes. It's actually a good one if you just um, literally put it on in the background, like where you're working, because it's a very simple story. It's mm. not nothing too exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got, I'm watching a lot at the moment, but a lot of it's coming to an end because Andor has got like three episodes left. American Horror Story is about halfway through Atlanta season finale. Um, friend of the family, I think is on like nine or 10. I don't know how many, I think it's coming to an end because the documentary I watched, we should be about the same point as the end. So, Hmm. um, but I started thinking, like, I want to go watch uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Yep. Um, some of the stuff that I've missed throughout the year. So we've kind of got a glut. We've kind of got a gap. Yeah. Not a glut. Yeah. In shows towards the end of the year. So. Like, I got to go back and watch The Boys. I started yeah. it. I got to go back and, and, and just power through it. Um, yeah. The Boys will be a good one. There's some the bear, the old man, both on Hulu, which we didn't watch. Um, the Crown, yeah. you've got plenty to keep me busy. Yeah, for sure. I just got to make myself watch it, like get started on something. Yeah. If not, I'm just gonna go back and keep watching. Just shoot me. <laughs> well, that's a like, especially if you're busy, it's easy just to put on something that you watched a hundred times. So. True. Oh, like, like she's got me hooked on the Rookie. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is on Hulu. It's uh, is that a police procedural? Yeah, Nathan Nathan Fillion, but it's a comedy. Yeah, it's basically the same writers from Castle. Okay. He was a, a murder a murder novelist. Yeah, and then he gets tagged on with the NYPD to be a, a consultant. Wait, wait, was it also the creator of uh, Suits and Burn Notice? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so he watches the same Burn network. Notice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's, there's a ton of stuff we got to watch, but I am looking forward to one thing, Tulsa yeah. King. Yeah. I am going to watch that. I, I'm actually, so like, we talked about it a little bit last week, and I, so 1923 mm-hmm. is the other prequel. Tulsa King's not a prequel, it's just by Taylor Sheridan. Yep. But 1923 is another prequel to Yellowstone, and that's the one that has... Um, Harrison Ford and um, Monica Vitti. Monica Vitti. <laughs> uh, no. Um, oh, a famous. Um, what's the pregnant? The lady that's talking about the office. The pregnant lady. Uh, Karen Filipelli. No, they're like. Uh, oh! Oh! Helen Mirren. <laughs> I don't know if it has how. I, 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 
It has some famous woman actor like Helen. Helen Mirren. You know what'd be great? You know what'd be the most beautiful? A pregnant Helen Mirren. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nineteen twenty-three looks good. I'm a big fan of only one version, like the old West version of uh, Taylor Sheraton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to find who the Helen Mirren. Yeah, I was right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Crazy. But. In the words of real Captain Ryan, fuck all the way off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fake Ryan. Anything else for tonight? I got nothing else, man. Well, cool. Well, why don't you take it home? Because I can never round us out at the end. No, nah, nah, man, you do good work. But uh, appreciate everybody for joining. You can always catch us on all the podcast platforms. Tell everybody about it. You know what they are. You know, check out our Instagram. We hit polls out there. We share new shows that are coming out. Chuck's always throwing up stuff about American Horror Story and Atlanta. And, you know, we throw out... Um, I like to throw out Ted Lasso shit from time to time. But be sure to check that out uh, at Can We Kick It Pod. Uh Send us an email, can we kick a pod one gmail.com? Check out our website. Our website, it's got a little construction guy, you know, coming <laughs> out in 2013. Um, a little traffic cone, little stick figure. Yeah, you know. So if you guys want to uh, learn about podcasting, we are always happy to answer with our amateur professional opinions. So be sure to check us out at uh, kickinitmedia.com. And as always, 